0: To Deeply Curious. My name is Cody. I'm Sarah. And in this uh, show, we just explore the things that we are curious about and the conversations that we typically have as a married couple, um, if you didn't know. (laughs) And uh, so these are just the conversations that we typically have off mic, but we decided let's just throw a mic in between us, talk about them here. So maybe it would be of interest to you. But every week, our show is sponsored by the things that we love. And this week, Sarah has a book that she's loving.
1: Yes. Um, It's called Sing, Unburied, Sing, and we're actually reading it for the online book club that I do. Um, So uh, basically what we do is we break the book down into four sections, um, and I discuss it. I discuss each one section every week, so there's four videos uh, for the month, so it's like very digestible and easy to read. Um, But... Sing and Buried Sing is, it was like one of the top books of last year, and it's about this boy, he's 13, and he's trying to learn how to grow up and learn what it means to be a man, um, but his dad is white and absent because he's in jail, and his mom is black, and he lives with his mom's parents. And so the only kind of role model he has is his pop. So there's like a lot of... um family dynamic and race dynamic and just like learning how to be an adult. It's fantastic. Um, If you want to read the book, if you want to follow along with the book club, um, it's just sarahsbook.club on Instagram and just on my YouTube. You can just search my name, but the link for the book will be in the show notes And if you want to listen to the book, you can go to audible.codyjensen.com. Sign up for a free trial of Audible. Um, You get the book for free. And then if you don't like Audible, you can cancel it, but you get to keep the book. So there's a way to get a free book. And it helps us out.
0: So yeah, the show will be sponsored by Audible, but also as always, uh, it is sponsored by... Fake and the, our clothing brand. And you can check out the hat that I'm wearing right now says fake press, um, which is to stick it to the man, take take the mm-hmm. words away from the bullies and and just to, st- just to take the power away from it. So mm-hmm. we, we do have this plus um, a few other items over at fake.tm. You can check out um, our clothing brand. So yeah, this week we wanted to explore the idea of self-care versus self-indulgence and yeah. this is something that kind of was, was sparked in Sarah's interest, um, this week. And so what kind of what, what were what you been thinking?
1: Um, well, I was looking up self-care ideas because I, I am a huge advocate for self-care, but I'm not very good at self-care myself. And so I was just like making a list of like things that I could, I was making a list of that I could keep around of things that I could do easily for like quick self-care or whatever. Um, And I saw like a lot of lists and it said like, binge watch a show on Netflix. And it just like, it got me thinking about, is that actually self-care? Because, I mean, I don't know about you, or mm-hmm. the audience. But whenever I binge watch something, I feel terrible afterwards. Like, I feel sluggish and tired. And, like, I wasted my whole evening or my day or whatever. And, and like, not productive. Mm-hmm. But in a bad way. Like, I think there's validity to watching a show and, like, relaxing. But, I don't know, binge watching a show on Netflix is not self-care to me. I feel like that's worse for you. Um So I just started thinking about, like, self-care versus self-indulgence and how, like, we say, just treat yourself, you know, treat yourself. (laughs) Um, But, like, that's not – I mean, I think there's a a line, you know, and I feel like – I don't know if it's a problem for anybody. Like, I feel like self-care is not (laughs) – Something that most people do, so self-indulgence probably isn't, like, a huge problem, but I feel like...
0: I think most people probably are following the self-indulgence side. I
1: mean, I know I'm good at self-indulgence. I'm not good at self-care. I mean, like... So here's here's kind of what I was thinking, like, in relation to me. I get a chai, like, every day, almost, right? And some would argue... That that's self-care because you should do something every day that you love. But I kind of think that it's more self-indulgence for me than it is self-care because one, it's not healthy for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would rather, like if I'm thinking prioritizing my life, I would rather save my money and go on a trip, right? That is self-care, like sacrificing so that you can do something that you actually love. That's self-care. But I I don't know. I was just, I feel like, I don't know, there's not like very good um, definitions or something. Or maybe we're like confusing the definition of self-care and Mm self-indulgence. And so I just, I was just thinking about it. And I thought you would have interesting insight because you are a very logical individual.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, as you were talking, the first thing that I thought of is that with, self-indulgence and kind of what you're saying, how, you know, people would say, you know, you should have your chai every day because, right. you know, it's something that you love. Well, I was just thinking maybe one of the difference between self-care and self-indulgence is who's controlling who. Yeah. Are, are you control Like, are you in charge of the chai or is the ch- chai in charge of your life? Like, right. Are you to the point where you can't go a day without it. Like you feel like basically it's addiction, right? Like if you're addicted to it where you like feel like you need to go do it, then it's self-indulgence and that you are being controlled by the -hmm. things that you're doing versus like self-care because self-care is, is something that maybe you typically resist doing, not because you don't love it, right? But Because, you know, it's just it's too much money and you're trying to save money or, you know, you're trying to live a healthy lifestyle. And so, you know, you don't want to drink that much sugar Mm -hmm. or, you know, there's things that you have put restrictions on yourself and you typically don't do those things because of your life goals or circumstances or whatever. But you may like fall into the trap of not enjoying life because of those things. And so like you're like, okay. If I don't have, you know, a chai for two weeks, you know, and I can save this money, then like in two weeks I can go by myself and sit at Starbucks or wherever and have my chai and read a book. And that energizes you. You get to have a little bit of something that you love and you're controlling it. Right. Right versus being addicted. I
1: definitely think like controlling it versus it controlling you is a very good indicator of self-indulgence versus self-care. But it's like like let's take Netflix for example because that isn't a monetary thing. Like everybody has Netflix and you know yeah. whatever. That's that's like a time thing.
0: Yeah. Nobody so, pays for it, but everybody but, has everybody, it. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um so like you sit down to watch or to binge watch Netflix. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause that's like self care, but you just, I mean, I think science has proved like it's bad for you. Like it's not, it's not good. It's not actual self care. It's just like escapism. So like, I don't know, maybe just like watching one 30 minute show and then like going for a walk or something. Like, I don't know. I just feel like, it's just a very interesting conversation, especially for me because I'm not good at self care. But I feel like I, the like self care that I typically do is more self indulgence than it is self care. Mm-hmm. Like, I binge watch shows sometimes. Like, yeah. it's pretty easy to do. And like, like I said, go buying a try. But what I actually love, what energizes me, what like, what I can't ever get enough of, is like going to concerts. I haven't been to a concert in a year. What? But why? Like, because I say I can't afford it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, really, I if I would just like stop self-indulging myself, I could afford to go to every concert I wanted to.
0: Right. I do want to get back to the conversation of binge watching in a second, but um, maybe for anybody who's listening right now that they've never even heard of self-care before. Yeah. Kind of break that down so, so that as we continue the conversation, everybody kind of yeah. has like a knowledge of what self-care
1: um, is. I would say self care is, I mean, just like loving yourself well, and like um, it can mean a lot of things for a lot of different people. Some like good examples would be like exercising because it it um, gives you energy and it it like helps you like relieve stress. And, um, I would say another good example is like going for a walk or, um, lighting a candle and sitting on your couch in comfy clothes and reading a book. Um, anything that like relieves stress and like helps you focus on you. A lot of people do like face masks and spa days and massages and things like that. That's like self-care. It's just like me time, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, but very, but in a productive way but not productive as in work like Mm. I don't know how else you say that um yeah that's pretty much what it is it's just like doing nice things for you because you love them
0: yeah which also maybe that goes into the conversation of not only self-care versus self-indulgence but self-care versus selfishness yeah because you know there is you know I feel like if you were listening to that in like you know are taking me time or whatever. Right. It's like, you could take that as, you know, just thinking about yourself and being like, you know, right. all about you and like not caring about others. Cause you're like trying to make sure that you, you're enjoying your life or right. whatever. And that's not really the point. There's that-
1: actually a quote that I saw online one time and it was, um, it's anonymous. Basically. It was like somebody's therapist told them this. And, um, she said, Something along the lines of, you can't help others if you are malnourished, sleep-deprived, and unhealthy. Um, And it's, uh, so, like, the first step is taking care of yourself so that you can take care of others. Um, And, like, I think that's kind of the whole point of self-care is, like, just taking care of yourself. Because you can't do, like, your job, whatever it is, like being a mom or uh, working in an office or whatever you do. Like you can't do that well if you are not well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it like all stems from like the way you love yourself and view yourself. That flows into literally everything else and it affects yeah. other people. So I thought like, that's a really good quote to remember. Like you can't help others if you are sleep deprived and malnourished, mm-hmm. you have to like be healthy Right. You know?
0: Yeah. And like, so out of that, kind of going back to like the binge watching and stuff, I think that self-care and if you're, if you're trying to find things that, that energize you, and this kind of goes back to even the very first podcast of Deeply Curious of just introverts versus extroverts. And we're talking about what energizes you. And that's kind of the same thing with self-care.
1: Yeah. It can be a lot of different things. You're
0: trying to, you're, you're doing something that gives you life. Right. It energizes you. And if, you know, after a long day of, you know, work or a long week of work, um, you know, it's, I mean, kind of the same thing of like TJIF. It's like, everybody's right. like, How spends do you their de-stress? whole week, right? Yeah. It's like de-stressing and like that part is self-care. Um, but making sure that those things that you are doing to energize yourself are not actually, are actually productive in your life. And right. they're, they're creating a life of energy and, and I, you get what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah. I think that the point is, or the important thing is like, you're not doing these things to escape life, but you're like doing these things to, to be more alive in life. Right. You know?
0: Exactly. And so back to the binge watching thing. Yeah. Binge watching is so easy to do.
1: So easy to do.
0: I mean, because shows are specifically written
1: mm-hmm.
0: and designed cliffhangers with the, you know, they build you up to the end and they give you some resolution. So you're happy with that episode, but you want to know what happens next. And so whenever Netflix is literally saying next episode starts in nine seconds mm-hmm. and you're like, if I don't touch anything, did I really I, choose to watch it?
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> it's like, it's I like, just need to figure out what happens with this one part right. and then I can stop, you know, yeah.
0: And my thing with binge watching this, maybe it doesn't have anything to do with kind of the conversation, but more so just my thoughts on binge watching (laughs) is I hate binge watching as in general, not not saying like I don't binge watch because I don't like it. I just hate the act of binge watching because at the end of watching 10 episodes in like a day or two days, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: one, I feel awful Mm -hmm. like it's. Not good for you.
1: It's so like, exhausting. As far as
0: like your physical health. Yeah. To like sit there with your mind on the TV that whole time. It's
1: bad for your um, eyes.
0: <laughs> and so like it makes me f- it like I hate the way I feel when I'm done. Right. Um, and then also if you really enjoyed the show, you would actually wanna I would recommend, like for me, the what I do is I specifically do not binge watch it. Yeah. Because just like, you know, let's talk take Stranger Things. It's like Stranger Things episode or season one drops and you binge watch the whole thing. And then it, like a year goes by, season two starts and you start watching it and you're like, wait, what?
1: Yeah, you don't remember anything.
0: What What happened? You're like, wait, I don't remember. Hold on. Mm-hmm. And like the whole time you're just like keep trying to remember what happened in season one because you, you cannot process it, the information and retain it.
1: In nine when seconds. You're, <laughs> when you're
0: cramming everything in to one, two, three days,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then go a whole year. Yeah. But, uh, like, my favorite example would be, like, Game of Thrones. I and love how, HBO. Like, they don't drop everything at once, mm-hmm. so you have to watch it episode by episode. And what I, what I love about that is when the episode is done, you don't have the option of right. binge-watching. And so you actually have conversations about that specific episode or with me because I'm like super nerd. I would like look up like the Reddit threads of like that episode and like see what people are thinking about it. Or and that
1: after show after or, yes, Thrones or whatever. After the Thrones. Um,
0: like that. Yeah. The, the I forget l- they changed the name like for the second season. So I don't remember if it's still after the Thrones or if that was anyways, it doesn't matter. There's a show after the show where like these nerds sit down and have a round table podcast basically on, how what they felt about the episode and we
1: watched the whole thing yes (laughs)
0: um but that made me appreciate the show so much more because I like got to see these intricate details and like oh this the character development and like I mean it's essentially a book club for
1: yeah tv yeah and like
0: you actually have conversations about it talk about it and which gives you more value out of the episode than just the act of being in the episode it ending and being like what happens next you're like, oh, wow, look at all these things that happened in that episode.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyways, I know it's not really about self-care and all that, but. But I,
1: I think it is important because most of us, like, that's how we want to, or that's kind of our default de-stressing is just like turn on the TV, but it's not actually de-stressing. You're just like escaping life for a while, mm-hmm.
0: which is which not. Which is nothing wrong with. which.
1: Is, yeah, no, it's, it's just, I don't think that that can be considered self-care.
0: Yeah. It's like we, every single one of us, like, there are times, maybe even every day, I don't know, like, that we need escape. Yeah. Um Just, and it's really just, like, to let your mind sit and, and process right. and not be overstimulated. I mean, it's the same reason why we daydream. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, if you're stressed at work or, you know, having a long day, you may find yourself daydreaming mm-hmm. more. It's because the brain needs to just shut down for a minute and, like, process stuff. Right. And so... Like, there's nothing necessarily wrong with watching TV. No, not but, at all. I mean, it, with just like with everything else in life, everything in moderation. I mean... Yes. A, watching TV, I mean, we all, we love it. We love movies, specifically. Yes. And movies, I would, are arguably a form of escapism, because you're going into another world, even reading books is escapism. Yeah. But you can, with anything in life, you can... Switch over from like escaping to what I mentioned earlier is addiction, right? And it controlling your life versus you know you choosing, right. To do something,
1: right? Yeah, I think that's um, very true. I just, yeah, I I think that again, like we said in last last week's podcast, I think everything is about self awareness, <laughs> yeah, and like keeping keeping yourself in check. And I feel like it's the same with self-care versus self-indulgence what you were saying escapism versus addiction um yeah but it just it was a, it's just an interesting conversation to me because i'm not good at self-care um but i'm a v- big advocate for it so i'm always trying to figure out like how do i do self-care like what is good for me mm-hmm. versus like cuz i really i don't want to like escape life you know, and I don't want to self-indulge because um, that's not solving anything. It's just, it actually makes it worse and I can feel it making things worse, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: But you have such a hard time, like whenever you're in that cycle mm-hmm. of actually getting out of it. Oh yeah, Even I like have I to hit, it out. yes, or I have to <laughs> hit
1: rock bottom on my own before I change anything.
0: <laughs> because
1: I have to self-destruct.
0: <laughs> it's like, you know, you are... Not only not energized, you are drained by office life. Very. And right now, you are in kind of that part of your life where you do have a part-time job in an office. Right. Because you know, it's something that we have to do um, for money. Um, and yeah. so <laughs> But whenever you come home from that, you are drained.
1: Right. And all I do is try to escape. Right. I turn on the TV and I binge watch.
0: And which get you into this like cycle mm-hmm. of not just being drained but coming home and feeling like you can't do anything actually productive. Right. And so you drain yourself even more. And right. then the next day you're not even energized so you just continue to drain yourself. Right. And
1: And part of it is a a bit of that is that it's like a mental space thing for me. Like I only have so much mental and creative brain space for a day. And the office job that I have takes a lot of like admin work. And so it takes just like all of my brain space, which I know it's like the easiest thing in the world, but my brain doesn't do very well with that kind of stuff. And Mm -hmm. so it just like, it drains me. So whenever I come home, I, I don't want to work on Like my writing or something because I don't have the mental capacity to do it. So then I'm just like, well, I'll just like watch TV, even though I know it's bad for me and that's not what I need. What I need is to like go for a walk, and like just chill, you know. Mm -hmm. But I don't do it. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I just self indulge.
0: That's kind of segue into what I was going to ask: is what is something that would be self care? Mm -hmm. Like you, you don't have the option of not doing the office job. You know, right now. Right. So, but we, but what you do have the option of is what you do with the rest of your time. Right. So, what is something, you know, I think you don't have to figure it out, but an idea of like what is what is something you could do for self care after work versus self indulgence?
1: No, I think for me it's like exercise, um, which I haven't <laughs> exercised in a long time, pretty much since I became an adult. Yeah.
0: Neither <laughs> um, of us have.
1: But I grew up playing a ton of sports and like I worked out for like two or three hours every single day I I just like constantly ran and played sports and soccer and basketball and track and cheerleading and everything um and I know because of all of my personality systems and coaching and things like that that I've gone through that exercise is really important for my personality type um because it like helps your brain focus on something else mm-hmm. and like while you are focusing on like the exercise part of it your brain your subconscious brain can do whatever it needs to do um like I know that's what I need to do mm-hmm. I just don't do it <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's really hard to convince yourself to go run right you know
0: but i mean i don't think you're wrong like there's
1: but I know validity it would be healthy. in
0: exercise you know and all, and all that but is I, basically I'm thinking I don't think you would exercise every day
1: um no I would if I got back into the habit yeah, okay I loved it whenever whenever yeah. I was into it and even when we lived in Tulsa and I got that gym membership for a bit I went every single day after work I loved it yeah. Because I, I'm i focusing my body on something else and my brain can just do whatever it needs to do. Like, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like shower time, you know? Like, when you get in the shower right. and you're, like, washing your hair or whatever and you, like, come up with this brilliant idea, you right. know? It's like that for me with exercise.
0: Or you keep going and then you can't remember whether you washed your hair already or not. <laughs> yeah, so
1: you do it again. <laughs> yeah, that's how, like, exercise is for me. Like, I'm, I love, like, spin classes and cardio and, like pushing my body to do things, and then, like, I just, like, think.
0: Yeah. You know, the, this is kind of another sh- strain, like, offshoot, but mm-hmm. talking about that kind of mind space that exercise gives you, the shower time gives you,
1: mm-hmm. is
0: that's essentially allowing your brain to be bored. Yeah. And...
1: Boredom is good for us. And
0: that's what, yeah, that's what I was going to say, is that it's crazy, like, in our day and age with technology and our phones and all that type of stuff, we do not allow any space for our minds to be bored. Right. And it's so good for creativity, for mental health, for um, just energy and like let, allowing yourself to just be bored. And it le- just allows you, just allows your mind to wonder. Yeah. And to create connections that you didn't know were there. And- You know, maybe there was something that somebody said to you like three weeks ago and it's completely unrelated to the thing that, you know, you just drove by or whatever. But if you allow yourself that space for boredom, those connections can be made and a new revolutionary like idea Mm -hmm. may emerge from that because nobody or maybe not even to the world, but to you, it's it's like a brand new thing because you never thought about putting x with w you right know, and, and but it actually works and it's like that's how even the best new businesses are started i was gonna because say, these new connections are made and like nobody thought about putting movies on the internet or you know i it's hard to come up with like amazing examples right off the fly but they're almost there, every like new great ideas have come from like connections that people never made before yeah to put together
1: well the thing is is that being bored, like you said, it allows your mind to wander. And I think it allows space for you to explore. Mm-hmm. Like even if you're subconsciously exploring, you don't even really know that your brain is doing something until it all, all of a sudden it tells you like, hey, do this, you know, and then you do yeah. it. <laughs> like it's it it allows the space for exploration, um, which I would argue is a a huge part of self-care too. Mm-hmm. I think there's different um, categories of self-care, like uh, creative self-care, um, relaxing self-care, which would be like face masks or you know lighting a candle or something like that. Um, creative is like drawing or like some sort of photography, hobby that you enjoy to do, that you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think there's different categories of self-care as well. Yeah. And like that's also... Just as important as just self-care in general, like making sure you're doing these different things because you should always be learning and you should always be like progressing. If you really love drawing, then you should like make space to draw, you know, and like that's self-care.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, it just reminded me of the mind wandering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would say being bored is, is just as much about, is just as much self-care as anything else is. Right.
0: Another random thought is talking about like connections being made and like being bored and like you have these ideas and things. I was just, just a solid, like practical advice right here would be when you have those things, just write them down. Immediately. Yes. Because in one of my favorite quotes is the... Um, the shortest pencil is longer than the longest memory. Mm-hmm. Because if you write something down, it'll last way longer than anything you can remember.
1: Yeah. Here's another thing, because that is so true. I, I don't know why my brain is the way that it is. But it's really frustrating. Um, I can't wake up in the morning. I, impossible. It's impossible. Impossible. I can't do it, no matter how hard I try. But I can stay up till like... 2 or 3 a.m. just thinking like, cause my brain just like won't stop. Um, but I think it's because like I'm laying down and, and like doing, it's like the shower time. You're Mm -hmm. doing nothing. You're not like actively, you know, thinking about anything else. So then my mind is like, oh, let's do all these things. Anyways, I come up with all of these ideas at like 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. or whatever. But I'm in bed, and I don't want to get. I like. I feel inspired, but I'm like, no. I need to sleep because I have to wake up at seven a.m. tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. So then I like force myself not to do anything, and I like shut my brain off. And then by the, I'm like, I'll just write it down in the morning.
0: <laughs>
1: no, I've had all my genius ideas come to me at three a.m. and they're gone. Mm-hmm. Don't know them. Write them down.
0: Yeah. So on that, um, what? Is there an idea or something that you could do to create, like, if, if that is somebody else Mm -hmm. too, like, what is something that you or anybody else could like attempt or try Mm -hmm. it? Well, basically the question is, can that space, that 2am space Mm -hmm. where you're, you know, that comes, can you create that space at other times of the day where you're not sacrificing sleep?
1: I think you probably can. It just takes a lot of, um, consistency because like, I mean, you just have to form habits. And I really, truly believe that, um, creativity is all about like habits, you know, Mm -hmm. like you have to create the space for yourself to write and actually try to write, or you're never going to write. Like if you're just waiting for inspiration, it'll never come basically. And I mean, you might have like flashes of insight, but that's not going to be like your grand masterpiece, your thing, you know, like you have to create the space to create your thing. Um, Which
0: goes to the really good quote of amateurs wait for inspiration and professionals do work. Yeah, because professionals they have the routine and the space for inspiration, and amateurs just sit around waiting to be inspired.
1: Right, exactly. So I do think that, like, if you create the habit, eventually the inspiration will come at that time because like you're getting into a rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know how easy that is though. Yeah. I've, I've not really like been successful at it. So <laughs> I don't yeah, really know I mean,
0: if, if this is just me, like talking ideas as we've, that have coming to me yeah, is based out of my own personal experience. I, I know it's easier for me to wake up in the morning, but <laughs> the
1: way easier, you don't even set an alarm <sighs> and you're up at seven.
0: <laughs> yeah. But the, but the point is, is, is just creating the space for boredom because right. when you're laying in bed, at night and you your brain basically you just woke up this morning and you went to work and then so your brain had no space maybe at lunch you looked at social media to escape right. so your brain had no time to just you know whatever right you get off of work maybe you're thinking about food mm-hmm. and you do that mm-hmm. and then you start watching tv and then so your brain literally had no time to think ever.
1: And when you lay down, then, it's like, finally.
0: Right. And then all these things come. So like, it's about creating that space right, to just process. And so for me, yeah. waking up in the morning, there's a few things that I do. Um, Like one, I know this is weird, but I always wash the dishes in the morning. So I just get up, I kind of get ready. And then I just like wash the dishes because you it's like this, uh, it's like exercising. Yeah. It's like this physical task that I'm doing, but the, my brain, I mean, it obviously it takes zero brain capacity to Mm -hmm. wash dishes. So, uh, I'm just like thinking like as I'm doing it, but then I make myself some tea and I sit on the couch by the window and I'm just drinking my tea and looking out the window. And my mind is like, just wondering. Right. And I'm just thinking about, I'm not actively trying to think about anything. I'm just whatever happens to float, you know, from the ether. It's like a very elusive
1: thing to explain. Yeah. Right.
0: And so that is essentially the exact same experience of laying in bed at night, like just thinking. Right. And so it's just, I don't know because obviously everybody's different, but I wonder if somebody like you, if instead of, you know, having trying to those things coming to you at night, if you created the space throughout the day or in the morning or whatever, even at lunch, maybe not, getting on social media uh, purposefully to just sit in a chair with no music or ambient music or something that you just lose yourself in. Like, I wonder if that inspiration would come then.
1: I mean, I think it, I think it probably would, because like I said, I think it's all, it's just about like creating the habit and creating the rhythm. Um, and, it will eventually, like, come to you. Like, it'll figure itself out. Your brain will be like, oh, now's the time that we get to do all this exploring. Mm -hmm. But I do think that there are, like, certain tendencies. Like, different people have different – like, you fall asleep literally immediately when you hit the pillow. It's like in five minutes you're out, (laughs) you know? And I literally lay there for two or three hours sometimes. Like, Mm -hmm. I just can't fall asleep and it doesn't matter. Like, I don't have like epiphany thoughts every single night, you know? You have a hard
0: time shutting your brain off.
1: Right. I just, but it's not like my, my brain is exploring or something. It's like, I don't really know. It's just hard to like to shut down. So I, I think that like some of it is probably just like personalities and like just how you're wired. But I do think you can create the space elsewhere. Yeah. But I can't, I'm not a very, I can't be an example of that. Cause I don't know. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I've I mean, never I been able to do cause it. Cause I mean,
0: I can't like make myself not be able to, you know, like, like I can't just put myself in your shoes literally and right. lay in bed and like not be able to fall asleep and be like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to try doing this thing and see what, how my sleep is. Cause right. I can't test it on myself. So, but I just, just an idea. Of, I like, do. Maybe. Yes.
1: I do think that you can create and form those habits and that eventually like your brain will know that, oh, this is my my free right. time,
0: which this is kind of an interesting thing. I, I heard a long time ago, like the reason we lose ourselves in thought in the shower um, is because it is a time during the day that is unlike any other time that we experience. It's completely different than any other experience we have during the day, because um, one, you're naked mm-hmm. two you have water like running over you. Three you have the sound of the shower of just it's basically just like white noise just like it's kind of loud and it's just like this white noise environment and so you have this loud white noise, you're you have water running over you, you don't have any clothes on and that is like a, like almost a 100% different experience than than you had just before you got in the shower. Yeah. And so like your brain has like this like it's basically trained your brain to know like okay this is a time for like processing mm-hmm. and so like you have these epiphanies and these thoughts and so you can i mean a, a shower is it something that is man created and you know for for not for thinking but it has right. created the space for thinking so you in theory could create that space any other way too mm-hmm. and just say okay i have a full time job and so i the the hours of you know nine to six by the time i get home or whatever i can't create that space and but i do have an hour before work that i'm you know typically doing whatever you know something you could say like i'm gonna create this space for mind exploration or yeah. whatever that's called um maybe meditation i don't know like yeah. what specifically you call it but just like create a, an experience for yourself that is like the shower you know it's kind of like maybe just sit and stare out the window with white noise or ambient, like noise playing. And, you know, it's kind of coming up, coming up with this idea on the fly, but it's, you know, I just wonder like if you could create that space elsewhere where you don't have to spend hours wasting water.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think you probably could. The thing is though, the reason the shower is like, so prime is because literally nobody bothers you. Like you can't be bothered Mm -hmm. in the shower. You can't check your phone. Because it'll get wet. Um, People don't like walk it unless maybe you have children, Mm -hmm. toddlers or something. People don't walk in and like demand things from you. It's literally your space Mm -hmm. for however long you're in there, which is why I take like an hour long shower. (laughs) Um, So I think it'd be hard to do that outside of the shower. But I think you could still do it. Right. Um you just have to be more intentional with like turning your phone on do not disturb and actually not looking at it. Right. Um things like that. I think
0: that is maybe the number one thing any of us can do. Yeah. I mean because even for me the beginning of this year I wanted to start a new habit of actually getting out of bed when I woke up because I do naturally wake up at like like this morning it was like 6:45 and so annoying. <laughs> like th- you know and I didn't even get to bed really like early. Probably, yeah. We probably was, like
1: got to bed at midnight.
0: Yeah. And I would have loved to just sleep in, but I woke up naturally at six 45 and, you know, used to before the beginning of this year, I would have my phone next to me. And so, because I didn't want to like get up, um, I would check my phone and I would end up checking all my social medias. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, I check them again, check them again. And so I am I lay there for like an hour, you know, maybe even two hours, like until nine. Um, and, and you
1: waste so much brain energy doing right.
0: that. And I'm using almost using like the best brain energy. Like right after I wake up, I'm using it to mindlessly scroll in mm-hmm. no time. You know, my brain isn't thinking of anything because it's so overstimulated. And so anyways, I wanted to change that. And so the only way I could think of to actually beat that habit was to not have my phone next to me. Uh, so now I charge my phone at my desk where if I want my phone, I literally have to get out of bed, go get it. Yeah. I mean, I can get back in bed if I wanted, but I'm already up. And so I like, completely changed my habit. And so now I have this new morning routine that is my self-care basically.
1: Yeah. Like- I think a morning routine is like primo- self-care like if you can get down like a really great especially if it's like like what you do you you know wash dishes to like just kind of let your mind wander Mm -hmm. then you make tea and you sit you know like Mm -hmm. having something like that like a lot of I would suggest like journaling um I know a lot of people who read a chapter in the morning Mm -hmm. a chapter of a book usually it's more like a self-help I guess like some sort of I don't know devotional or like live life better kind of book yeah um not really fiction, I guess, is what I'm saying. Um, but like a a morning routine is like next level self care. I yeah. feel like if you can get down a good morning routine, I can't because I can't yeah. wake up in the morning. But <laughs> somebody teach me.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that is you know kind of goes to the, exactly what we were just saying of like creating that space mm-hmm. is like and it's part of being in a routine where your like brain it starts to learn and know. Yeah, it's habits. Like, this habit is, like, where I can process stuff. And so that, yeah, I mean, it's just.
1: Like, I know a girl who, she worked at an office full time. um, So she didn't have a lot of uh, space in the morning to do anything. But she decided that instead of doing her, like, meditation, journaling, devotional thing after work, she wanted to do it before work, but she couldn't really figure out, you know, how to do it so anyway she just like woke up 30 minutes early and went to her office um before anybody else was there and she had like it was just like dead silence she was the only one there doing her devotional Mm -hmm. it's like even if you have a full-time job you can find the creativity and the space to create those moments for yourself it's just yeah takes a little dedication yeah
0: so one thing I've been thinking about as we're having this conversation because, you know, we started this thinking about self-care versus self-indulgence. And yeah. so kind of talking about the self-indulgence side of it and the TGIF mentality of yeah. our world. Yolo. And um one thing that I thought of was, you know, there's the whole thing of going on vacation. And right. like we go on vacation and we like recharge or whatever. But, you know, I don't remember who originally said the quote, but essentially they're you know, some wise person somewhere said something and it's been passed down of that. If you create the life that you. Oh, it's want, from,
1: well, I know it from Seth Godin. Okay. Um, instead of feeling like you need to take a vacation from your life, you should create a life that you don't need a vacation from. Right. Something and like that. Yeah.
0: Like I understand, like some people will hear that and be like, how am I supposed to do that whenever I have full-time job? Right. But I think it just take everything that we've already just said previously to this And, and put it in context in your life and say like, okay, I have a full-time job, but instead of, um, okay. So this may be like a hot take or something (laughs) and, you know, might be something you disagree with, but this is kind of like my personal experience and, and, you know, views or whatever, but it's like, instead of after your full-time job on Friday, going to the bar and yeah. like escaping an alcohol or escaping like into something that is not healthy, like mm-hmm. is to, you know, just, right. Having a uh, drink
1: is fine, but like right. overindulging, overindulging in alcohol and alcohol is, like, is not you know, healthy. Getting
0: plastered where the next day it's like, one, you don't even remember what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, two, you You're so feel groggy. awful, yeah. like, and you know, hungover puking, you know, whatever it is, it's like, you didn't you just escaped from the week you didn't actually energize yourself or, de-stress. or de-stressed and so it's like find better friends and <laughs> <laughs> uh also like get into a space where like instead of going into like what the i don't know i guess like the world right. um in quotes if you're listening um yeah. <laughs> like says that you should do to de-stress like find the thing that you do to de-stress that energizes you and like at the end of the day at the end of the week this is something that like you look forward to because it's like you get so much energy from it you get a creative outlet you get you know whatever it is yeah and it like energizes you and then find ways where you don't only have to do that on the weekends right um, or find something else that doesn't take as much time so that you can do it a little bit every day and you like have this life where you don't feel like at the, you know, every three months or whatever, it's like, oh, I really need a vacation. My life is so stressful. Right. It's like, find ways for self-care. So this is
1: kind of where the conversation came from because I'm reading this book called You Are a Badass. Um, Phenomenal book, FYI, you should read it. Um, But she was talking about this and she basically, she said something along the lines of like, we don't allow ourselves to be happy. Um, And this is kind of where like I started thinking about Um, self-care versus self-indulgence because she was saying that like if you love going like if you find yourself saying man I love going to live shows I haven't done that in so long like why aren't you doing it you know like you're supposed to enjoy your life and you're supposed to be happy and you're supposed to do what you want to do not what everybody else thinks you should be doing you know um that's kind of where the whole conversation or the whole idea started for mm-hmm. me because I do like we get so concerned with what we should be doing. Um, and like, not just from like by the world standards, but by like obligations put on us by our family or mm-hmm. um, obligations we put on ourselves when it's like, okay, but like what's healthy for you? Cause that's all that really matters. And like, if it's healthy for you to, like go hiking, go hiking. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Like if all your other friends are going to brunch on Saturday, right. just go hiking. Like yeah. things like that. Or, or like if you love going to live shows, but like none of your friends or your spouse or whoever wants to go with you, go by yourself. Like yeah. it's something that makes you feel alive and that's what matters. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what self-care is. It's not binge watching Netflix. Right. Cause it doesn't make you feel alive. And
0: I, I completely understand that there are some people in this world and a lot of people in this world, not yeah. even just some that like, you have a full-time job, you have a family at home.
1: Absolutely. You have
0: obligations, you know, from some other thing outside of your job. Absolutely. And it's like, you don't see how there's a spare second because you're constantly taking care of your family. You're constantly having to deal with stuff at work and, right. you know, X, Y, Z, And But just to bring it back to what Sarah said er earlier is that you can't truly, like, give – take care of your family, take care of your job Mm -hmm. if at first you're not taking care of yourself or not as well as you could. You're just, like,
1: getting by. You're not actually living.
0: Right. So it's like, yes, it's going to be very difficult to find some space and maybe it's going to take monetary sacrifice Mm -hmm. to, like – hire a babysitter or, you know, something
1: restructuring the way that you,
0: right. But you know, what, you know, what could be the outcome of like, maybe even just finding a two hour block every week where like, it's me time. Yeah. And like, it's, it's about, you know, whatever energizes you. So that could be being with other people because other adults or whatever, like friends that really energize you. If you're more of an introvert side, it could be, going to a movie by yourself or going mm-hmm. to, you know, the, the nail salon or yeah. the batting cages. I mean, I don't, so whatever it is.
1: Yeah. There's, um, this guy, his name is Mike Foster. And, um, I went to a conference a couple of years ago and he was happened to be speaking, which was awesome. Um, but the thing he spoke on was self-care, which was kind of shocking. Cause it's not really what his like business is. Um, I mean, it's a little like he helps people. He, you know, but it's not really about self-care. Anyway, he just like, have, I don't know. He just got on the subject of self-care and it was just something the conference really needed. And so we never got off of the subject. Um, and he ended up telling us about this uh, exercise, I guess. He calls it the canteen exercise. And so picture a canteen, like the graphic, a canteen. And it's split into four levels. Um, and it's daily, weekly quarterly, and yearly. Um, And basically, it's a self-care exercise. So you have a daily category of something you do every single day that is literally just for you and nobody else. Mm -hmm. Then you have a weekly, um, which is going to be a little bit more monetarily, um, a little longer um, in time, something maybe like a couple hours, a movie or something. Um, And then quarterly, which is going to be more money um, and then like a bigger chunk of time. And then yearly, which typically for most people is like a vacation. Um, But it's what you want to do. Like, it's not a vacation to Disneyland because your kids want to go to Disneyland. It's like, what kind of vacation do you want to have? If it's Disneyland, great. But like, Mm -hmm. you, it's not, you have to think about what you want. And like, not in a selfish way, but like, in a like a loving, a self-love way. Um, and so that has really helped me focus. I mean, like I said, I'm still not good at self-care, but I look at the canteen exercise every day and remind myself of like what it is that like aligns with who I am Mm -hmm. and, and what I want out of life. Um, so like For example, my daily is my shower time. Everybody has to have a shower or a bath every day. Make it your self-care. Like buy a nice shampoo or like um, a bath bomb that you wouldn't normally do. Like Mm -hmm. make it like a little bit more special. That's like I don't buy anything fancy. I just spend a longer time in the shower Um, Mm -hmm. and like that's my self-care for the day. Um, Or like maybe it's developing a morning routine where you wake up 30 minutes earlier so that you have the house to yourself before the kids wake up. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, something like that. It doesn't have to cost money. Um, Like Mike Foster, his wife, her daily self-care is a cup of coffee in bed. And so it's like 20 minutes and she does nothing but sit in bed and drink a cup of coffee. She doesn't get on her phone. She doesn't read a book. She doesn't journal. She doesn't do anything. Mm -hmm. She just sits and drinks a cup of coffee. And the deal is, is that Mike wakes up and makes it for her and brings it to her so that she doesn't get out of bed. Mm -hmm. And like, that is her daily self-care. Like it's, it's so easy. All of us are going to drink a cup of coffee anyway, like just make it a little more special. I think like that exercise is like really helpful in um, like visually because I'm, I'm a visual person. I like to see what it is that I'm doing. Um, so a little shameless plug here. I actually made a graphic for the canteen exercise and it's on my blog. So you can go print the PDF if you want. Um, it's linked down in the show notes. So it's helped me. I've printed it out and put it in my my daily planner. Yeah. So I see it every day.
0: One thing I wanted to mention, like, with the vacation thing is, you know, n- making a life where you don't need a vacation. Yeah. That, just to be clear, clear. basically, so n- there's no misunderstanding, is, like, absolutely nothing wrong with vacations. Like,
1: Oh, I firmly believe in vacations.
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> we love travel. Yeah. But it's about creating a life where we don't but need the travel to escape our daily life. Right. It's, like, it's just an additional, like, thing that we love to do.
1: Right. It's not about escaping... It's just about like recharging. Yeah. And I just, th- I think there's a difference there. Like, right. I, I feel like, again, it's all about self-awareness, but I, I think there's a difference. And you have to like be aware of why you're doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, why are you deciding to binge watch Netflix? Is it because you really don't want to address something in your life or, mm-hmm. you or know. is it because
0: you're peer pressured by everybody out? you know, yeah. work or school or wherever saying you have to watch this show. And yeah. so you feel like you have to spend all of this time that you would have spent doing something you would much rather enjoy because yeah. you're spending 10 hours watching the latest season of whatever. Yeah. And it's, like I said, there's nothing wrong with like watching the show. No. Um, I think what we are big advocates of are just being aware of why you're doing things.
1: Yes. And yeah. so
0: that way you're not, spending all of this time of your life watching the show that if you weren't pressured into watching it by pop culture or other people, you wouldn't have watched it to begin with. Right. And you would have spent that time doing something that you love way more. Right. But you like dumbed yourself down, you know, however you want to say that. Yeah. To like do this other thing that, you know, was enjoyable, but not as enjoyable as the thing you would have been doing. Right. Because of pressures of society.
1: Right. Or spending money on... Something that you feel like you should be spending money on in order to like keep up the look, instead mm-hmm. of like saving. Like, I mean, fashion is just like an obvious example. Um, but I also, I mean, I believe that fashion can be your, your thing, right. and like, and There's, that's yeah, great.
0: Some people, um, I mean, our best friend, like Michelle, yeah, loves fashion. Yeah,
1: and I and is love energized that. by it. Yeah, I love that. But
0: she doesn't do it for other people. Right, she does it for herself.
1: So, like keeping up with the trends just because you feel like you should isn't, isn't what you should be doing. Like you should, if you're, if you don't care, like just save that money and put it toward travel if you'd rather travel or toward, um, I don't know, buying a piano to learn music or Mm -hmm. taking French lessons or, or something like anything else that you feel like you want to be doing, like just do it. Yeah.
0: Here's maybe a good test. Um, this is something I heard somebody saying um, recently was, would you travel to the place that you're traveling if you couldn't post pictures about it? Ooh.
1: I mean, it's pretty easy for me to say yes. Yeah. Um, because I I actually don't, like, care too much about, like, posting the photos. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: But it's like, would, but would you do X? It's
1: a very good question. Like,
0: would you do this thing if you couldn't take pictures, you couldn't share it with anybody, would yeah. you still do it?
1: There's actually a quote like that. Uh, it says, travel and tell no one, um, mm-hmm. fall in love and tell no one, uh, write a novel and tell no, like, it's like all these things and tell no one. It's just right. like live a good story, Yeah, you know?
0: And that goes back to the episode of starting with why Yeah. and how the things that we do for the vlog are all things that we would do anyway. They were things we were already doing. We just decided to start recording them. Right. Like we love exploring, learning, like everything that we do, even for this podcast. Like I said, these were conversations we were already having that we would like, if you guys stop listening and we're not doing this podcast anymore, we're still going to have these conversations because it's us. Like this is what energizes us. This is what we love to do. Right. So if, you know, think about it, like find those things that, okay. This is something that I honestly do not care if other people know that I do it or, you know, it doesn't bring me social value to, like, post about it. You know, maybe it does, but if you stopped taking the photos of it, would you continue doing it? That's something that is self-care or that is energizing you that you love doing because it's not about going to see that band because, you know, you can post, you know, your Snapchats about it. Right. Like, you go to that band because this is the band that you actually love.
1: Right. It connects with you somehow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so it's like where I, I don't know. It's just, I just I just think that, that in this day and age of like social media and stuff, that mm-hmm. is such a a great question that we should all be asking. Yes. Of would I before you even make the decision, would I do this if I couldn't tell anybody?
1: Yeah. It's oh man. An eye opening question too.
0: And I like think if you're answer, truly
1: honest with yourself. Right.
0: I think the answer to a lot of the stuff that we do, it would be no.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, because we, there are so many things that all of us do that we specifically think about, like, oh yeah, that'll be a great photo or a yeah. great Instagram or,
1: or a great y- blog or yeah. you know
0: whatever it is. Like,
1: there's some sort of obligation behind it. Yeah, yeah. And
0: and you know, there's also nothing wrong with doing things for a story either. Right. It's just. Making sure that those aren't, you know, we're not just doing things right. for the Instagram. Right. We're doing things for ourselves. <laughs> right. You know, and, you know, cause there's, there's lots of things that I've done in my life where I'm like, yeah, if I, this would be just a really amazing story that I'll get to have for the rest of my life. Yeah. And that, that energize, like energizes me, like doing those things of like knowing, like this is like creating, crafting the story of my life. You know it, and again that that takes just self awareness and like right. forethought of like the reason I'm doing this, and even like you have a tattoo that says "I feel" written, and you have that because it's like God is the author of your life, and thinking about living your life at, the right. best it, story you can live.
1: Yeah, it helps remind me that I'm part of something bigger than myself. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Anyways, that was a uh,
1: a little caveat, but yeah. very important, and I think yeah. I think applies to. Everything we've been talking about. Because I feel like basically we've just been talking about like knowing who you are and what you want and what makes you come alive and Mm -hmm. doing that. Right. Like, and not just in work, but in play as well. And I don't know, just like not paying attention to what you feel like the world wants from you, but like what you actually want Mm -hmm. to do. Yeah.
0: Which for some people... It's going to feel selfish.
1: And well, yes. And it takes a lot of discipline too. Like it's not easy to live uh, self-care or to like pursue these things. Like it's, it's difficult. It takes a lot of um, like self-sacrifice, which I think is the point um, or the difference between self-indulgence and Mm self-care. Like I think on some level, self-care takes sacrifice and it it takes self-discipline. And it's not gonna be easy all the time yeah. to,
0: to And sometimes self care is going to be hard. Like yeah. the thing that you love doing, it's gonna take like you're saying, like sacrifice in your life to do that thing. Right. And it's not as easy as pressing play and watching a show. Right. It's harder than that, but the the gain in your right. the
1: mental energy like, you Yes, get. exactly.
0: Is so much greater and worth mm-hmm.
1: the sacrifice
0: or that extra effort that it takes to actually yeah. get there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, cuz I think eventually it's not going to be a sacrifice. You're going to learn that this is how you're supposed to live. You're right. like like you're going to wake up one day and be like, "Oh, like this is what it means for me to live my life." Mm-hmm. You know? There's like a awakening, I yeah. guess, but
0: Which right there realization. perfect segue in what you're saying and punning off of what you just said. <laughs> Maybe the awakening earlier in the morning <laughs>
1: uh, is going to be hard at first.
0: <laughs> But eventually it's going to become easy I'm because gonna,
1: you, I'm going to realize yes, that it's the thing that makes me alive.
0: Yes. Cause that way those extra hours,
1: maybe uh, hours <laughs> in
0: <hours-a>. the morning <laughs>
1: are
0: going to be time that you can uh, spend, you know, energizing yourself and probably drinking. tea. I would like
1: to have a really great morning routine. That's like always been a thing that I've envied in people. So if you, um, have, you any have a tips- great morning
0: routine right now, it's hit snooze eight times.
1: Literally, (laughs) I snooze for like an hour and a half every single day. (laughs) If you have any tips on how to wake up, let me know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I think that's a uh, good spot to uh, in this episode. Um, Thank you guys for listening to Deeply Curious and thank you guys for supporting the show. Um, You guys have given really great feedback and it's awesome knowing that these conversations that you know, we would have without the podcast are enjoyable to, you know, others if we do record them. So uh, thank you guys. If you do really enjoy it, one thing that helps kind of get the word out about the show is just rating it on iTunes because iTunes uses that data as basically an aggregate for its algorithm, you know, pushing the show out. So leaving a review and a rating on iTunes is a really good way to help the show. Other ways to help the show are to visit our, uh, the things that we love. And by clicking the link on the, for the book, um, on Amazon, if you purchase the book, obviously that is helps us. It helps you because you get an awesome, uh, you know, something to help your mind and get the self care of reading. Um, but also, uh, if you love, listening to books, um, you like listening to podcasts, obviously, or made it to this far. Um, <laughs> if you like listening to books, you can get any free book you want. But um, Sarah specifically would recommend listening to, uh, what's it called?
1: Sing Unburied Sing. Yes.
0: And you can check that out at audible.codyjensen.com. You can sign up for a free trial, download the book, cancel the, the trial. Um, if you don't want to keep paying for Audible, but you still get to keep the free book. And also by visiting Tm. That is our clothing company we'd love for you to check it out um and that'll be the end of this show so thank you guys for listening we'll see you in the next episode of deeply curious bye see ya